With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, in the jungle too. Uh, everybody on the floor. Jumping like a kangaroo. So let the horn do the SNZ on a funky Friday as 4.40 finally have uh, got Ish Sodi joining us from Karachi in Pakistan ahead of the opening test in Karachi, uh, which is not too far away. He joins us. Uh, G'day, Ish. How are you, mate? G'day, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, mate, oh, mate you're as clear as day. How good is this? Now, do I, what's your rap rap name? Oh, my rap name? Yeah, no, got... I was taken aback, but uh, IC3ODI, ISODI. Uh, I, ODI. Can you freestyle rap straight off the bat? Oh, I mean, Come you know, on. just just woke up, so no, I need the brain. To kick in. <laughs> Mate, that is that is the quickest out excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. Okay, so maybe by the end of this, I want you to see if you can freestyle. Mate, congratulations. Back in the test side for the first time since, I think, November 2018. It's a long haul. Uh, how does that feel? Yeah, it's obviously obviously great to be back, um, you know, packing the whites away for a tour and, um, you know, getting the baggy and dusting it off a little bit. It's been, you know, four years. But, you know, in that time, I've been really fortunate to play a lot of white ball cricket for New Zealand. And, and probably when I started, I didn't think I'd play, you know, any white ball cricket at all. So it's been nice that I guess my career from when I started shaped in a different way. But it's great to, to be able to don the whites again if I get the chance. How important is test cricket and playing test cricket for you, Ish? Oh, look, I come from that era, you know, I guess I'm probably still that generation where I still really, really, you know, see test cricket as the pinnacle, um, you know, fondly as a young young child watching Shane Warne and test matches in the Ashes series and, and things like that, I think were some of the most exciting times of growing up watching cricket. So for me, um, you know, that's etched in my memory and I guess I'm in that in-between sort of generation where now, you know, white ball cricket T20 is taking over. So um, it's kind of nice to have the best of both worlds and, you know, still see Test cricket with that sort of nice nostalgic feeling. Yeah, if you look through a different lens, and you've already said it there where you've said white ball cricket's starting to sort of take over, do you have concerns for the future of Test cricket or or what we're seeing happen with England? Does that reinvigorate the Test cricket? Yeah, I think just in general, the World Test Championship, um, you know, being being put in place has definitely um, revitalised Test career. I think every time you watch a Test match now, it's a, a really exciting affair and, you know, no match is sort of a dead match and they're always live. And I, I guess um, with, with white ball career taking, you know, a, a huge part of the calendar, I think a lot of players are, are training a lot of white ball cricket. So, you know, naturally scoring rates have gone up in Test career, which which I guess um, generally sells tickets. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been really cool to see, especially the way England have approached their test career recently. And um, I don't know whether that's going to be something that continues for other teams or not, but I think it's been a really exciting product. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it feels like, you know, quick, quick fire cricket, but it's test cricket. It doesn't, doesn't feel like test cricket. It's a, It sort of works against the grain, doesn't it? Do you think it's sustainable? Oh, it's just adaptive, I think, you know. Um, it seems to be going in, in waves and, you know, even even when I started in terms of white ball cricket, I think white ball cricket has changed dramatically as well. I mean, you know, when you played T20 and you started, 
you get 160 and you think you've got you know heaps of runs on the board where where that's almost you know just under par nowadays which is which is crazy to think about so um i think the same with red ball cricket um you know skills are sort of getting a little bit different um uh you know cricketers are a lot more expressive of their skills and, and the game's being played at a faster rate so um it's it's a really exciting place i think for test cricket to be in so so you're all for it but are you but are you for tests finishing inside five days like a, a two-day test Oh, you know, I'm all for results. Um, you know, test finishing inside two days, I, I don't think it happens overly rarely. Yeah. Um, you know, what's happened recently, I think, is a bit of an anomaly. And, um, you know, it might be a product of the wicket doing certain things or, or you know, some days you just nick a few more balls than, than you might other days. So, um, no, it's, you know, as, as long as it's not consistently happening, I think that's fine. And I think the unpredictability of test cricket is great. And so if you do get the odd test that finishes in two days, three days, I think it, uh, it sort of adds to the entertainment. Are you a, are you a cricket historian? Like, are you this type of individual that will read about the history of test cricket and understand its importance in the, in the, the, the game? Oh, I'd certainly say I'm, you know, probably a little bit more on the historical side um, than perhaps uh, other people... You know, at the tender age of thirty, um, but, <laughs> it is tender, mate. Trust me. Yeah, but but you know, not so much into like the history of you know of its importance and and why it's sort of played. But I, I can certainly say from a social perspective, um, speaking to a lot of cricketers around the world, the the value of Test cricket is still really high um, amongst a lot of a lot of the players that play the game internationally. So uh, I guess as long as that's intact, I think I think Test cricket's going to going to be in a pretty good place. I had a conversation with Smithy many years ago, and, and Smithy, Ian Smith, has an incredible uh, general knowledge. And he said to me, well, you know, when you're standing around for five days and, and, and hanging out for a five-day test, you do a lot of reading. Is that the case? Oh, you know, you, you get the odd odd person out there with a with a book here and there and stuff, but um, <laughs> especially, I reckon with this technological era, I think a lot of people are more so... Um, used to being on on gadgets and devices and stuff like that, so the books are wow. perhaps sexy. Well, I mean, you can read a Kindle, but it's just, so you're saying you don't do a lot of reading on tour? Is that what you're saying? Are you just sizing up your next rap deck, or what you're going to do, or what? Yeah, no, personally, I, you know, I take a book away with me um, on tour now and then, but um, no, definitely, definitely a lot less than I used to, and. Uh, you've just got so so many different options nowadays, eh? And I think um, you tend to watch a lot of documentaries, especially when you're in wow. hotel rooms and, and things like that. So that's sort of our, our form of learning nowadays. How hard have you worked to get back into this test squad? Oh yeah, you know it's it's always been been a, a well, not necessarily a goal. It's always something you sort of work towards and aspire to to get back in the test side. And you know, there were definitely you know over the last few years, I've I've tried to develop my game to tailor it to white ball cricket because, you know, that's generally what I've been playing a lot of. So um, I've been trying to give that as much respect as possible. And and I guess over the last six to eight months, um, you know, I've perhaps had some decent white ball performances that have put the put my name back in the selectors' minds for this this tour here. So um, it's really exciting. It's it's definitely going to be um, a bit of a challenge not having played a lot of red ball cricket over the last wee while. But I've just got to trust that. Uh, the success that I've had in white ball cricket, I guess, is a, you know, hopefully as similar as I can make it for the red ball format as well. Is it true that you've uh, made changes to your run up? Yeah, so about six months ago, um, six to eight months ago, actually, uh, I was sort of at training in Lincoln and um, just didn't feel like I had, you know, as, as much energy on the ball as I perhaps would have liked, and so um, decided to to run in. Got some good advice from some coaches and and a couple of close friends and and trusted allies and. 
uh, they got around me and and uh, and really supported me in, in making that change. So, what can you can you give us an indication of what the will we how will we see the change? Oh well, over the last sort of like six months in in T Twenty International cricket, I've been running in and bowling. So. Um, it'll be the same as what I've been doing internationally for the last wee while. It's just about um, you know what it's going to look like in a in a Red Bull game, how long you can sort of you know physically do it for, all that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, how how big a mental challenge is it, is it uh, playing Red Bull cricket now that you're having to re- rethink that what you're doing? Oh, it's yeah, it's um, you know I, I would say um, the comparison between T20 and and test cricket for a spin bowler certainly almost feels like a different sport at times. Um, wow. So me at, at the at the moment, I guess, you know, not having played a hell of a lot of it recently, I'm, you know, getting alongside a guy like AJ's Patel who, you know, is a, is a wonderful Red Bull bowler and, and has been for such a long time. So, you know, tinkering with his processes, seeing how he can sort of um, make those changes between you know, white ball cricket to red ball cricket, uh, what he does with his lengths, paces, etc. And so just trying to get some learning through that. Have you had time already to look at the deck and what you're up against in Karachi? Uh, no, we, we actually have training this morning. So, um, you know, obviously watched the, a bit of the last series between England and, and Pakistan. So um, whether the wickets will be different or similar, I'm, I'm not too sure. But, um, you know, we've got a bit of time to assess that before we play. Do you think they'll be as run-friendly? Oh, you know, generally over here, um, you know, in these sort of conditions, they they can be pretty docile wickets most of the time. So uh, I'm not too sure what we're going to get, to be honest. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know whether the wickets will be quite dry or whether they might have a, a layer of grass. It's it's going to be important to, to have a look at the conditions over the next two days. What does, what does it feel like being in Karachi, being in Pakistan, ready to play, potentially play a test? Yeah, oh, it's, it's so exciting. I mean... Um, it's it's one of the few places I guess around the world when you when you play international cricket that you know we haven't uh, been fortunate enough to come and play at so so getting the opportunity to to come across here tick that off the bucket list and um, and hopefully you know have a have a successful tour whatever that looks like for individuals and as a side I think is really exciting. And Tim Southern, you test skipper, how does how has that uh, gone down within the group? Has he has he had a chat with you? Is he or chatted to the the team as a group? Well, you know, I suppose Tim's been a, a strong leader in the group for a long period now, so um, it doesn't feel like, you know, a lot's changed in the short period that, you know, he's been announced as test captain. So mm-hmm. um, the next few training sessions that we have, um, I, th- I think it, it'll be cool to see, you know, how he approaches it and that sort of thing. But but not much changes. I think a lot of the guys that are in the group now have been around the group for a, for a decent amount of time. They've, they've seen Tim as a leader, um, whether that's been, you know, not in the captaincy capacity but uh sometimes in white ball cricket he's been taking uh taking the reins over when kane's been away as well so um he's definitely a very very familiar leader in the group yeah so i think familiarity breeds it right so there's no need to sort of change too much everyone knows their job yeah that's right i think you know we we sort of we all have our roles um coaching staff work particularly hard in, in trying to develop people for those roles and give them confidence to to go and um you know perform those roles and so i think that's something that tim uh, has always naturally been quite good at as a leader, and, and I'm sure it's going to be no different with the scenic so isn't it? What's uh, the temperature like there at the moment? Tell you what, it's actually quite pleasant. Um, it's been sort of, you know, I think it's sort of winter time here. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, I, th- I think my app said 15 degrees this morning, oh. which, which 
reasonably pleasant day, I'd say. Reasonably pleasant. That's a nice way to finish an interview. It's reasonably pleasant. Now, you haven't thought of any rap to just throw at me a couple of lines before you finish? Not too early? <laughs> Thinking a lot about cricket, but yeah, it's a little bit early. I mean, if you give me some time, okay. Well, mate, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that ish. I'm gonna hold you to that. Hey, mate, congratulations for making it back into the squad. Hard work has paid off. Uh, Go well, and 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 you know, pass on our congratulations to AJs as well. You're both coming back in at at an exciting time in Test cricket. So go well, buddy. Thank you very much, man. Cheers. Appreciate it, man. That's Ish Sodi, leg spinner, back in the side, for the Black Cap side, for the first time since November of 2018. And, of course, Ajaz Patel uh, back in there. And he's, he's, I think I was reading, he's only bowled like two overs in, in 12 months. So he'll be uh, excited. I think the line in the paper was, uh, the paper, <laughs> online, whatever. Uh, he's, he's looking forward to having a sore left arm. Anyway, it is 4.51. Uh, news out of the Wellington Phoenix is that the women... The women's side are going to not play in Adelaide. They were due to uh, travel to South Australia on Boxing Day to play Adelaide United at Cooper Stadium. Guess what? Too hot. They're expected the temperatures in Adelaide to go to 40 degrees. 40 degrees, which was on December the 27th when they were going to play, and the uh, Australian Professional League's got a rule about heat. Basically, if it's too hot, you can't play. And it's as simple as that. So they'll get the, that day, Christmas Day off, they'll be back with family, which is pretty cool, and then they'll start, st- the men and the women will train for Tuesday to start preparations for the doubleheader. They've got a doubleheader at Sky Stadium on Monday, January the 2nd. So, yeah, a, a bit of a bonus, but disappointing for the, the women, but they'll get a chance to rethink about how they can approach uh, that January the 2nd match.